0: again. It's me, Jeff Hoy, but now I'm wearing my plant pathologist hat. I know it looks a lot like my resident coordinator hat, but it's not the same. It's actually quite different. But this stop on the field tour, the virtual field tour, I'm going to talk about how we develop disease resistant varieties in the breeding program. So how do we come up with resistant varieties? We have a number of diseases that we have to be concerned with. We have smut which is a fungal disease that came in about the same time as I did in 1984. It's continued to give us problems ever since. We have uh, leaf scald, a bacterial disease, came in a few years later new to Louisiana and it causes severe symptoms potentially so it's been a problem in the breeding program we've had to address. Brown rust is a disease that came in the late 70s but it stayed down in the very southernmost portions of the industry and never was a big problem until about 2000 when warmer winters and susceptible varieties resulted in a big outbreak and it's been able to overcome resistance in our varieties pretty readily unfortunately and so it's been a real challenge in the breeding program then we have mosaic it's a very old historically important disease here in louisiana it's a virus disease spread by aphids we control it with resistant varieties but we've been able to overcome it uh, except until recently we had an outbreak that caused us a problem and now we have to uh, Again address it through the breeding program. So how do we come up with resistance to multiple diseases? Well, we use a variety of different approaches. We use traditional approaches and now we're trying new technology We're trying to see if we can use a molecular approach to come up with what are called molecular markers for resistance to some of these diseases So within the traditional area we use inoculations Sometimes we do the inoculations in the field. For smut and leaf scald, we inoculate all the parents and the selections coming through every season. Sometimes we can do inoculations in the greenhouse. With mosaic, we inoculate young plants and look at the amount of infection that's occurring there. Mosaic, we also use how much natural infection's occurring. We plant infected cane close to all the varieties and see if the aphids can spread it to it. With rust, we end up using almost exclusively natural infection to determine which are resistant and which are susceptible. And it's also now the same for this disease, brown stripe, that's affecting our number one variety, 299. So our job is to screen the varieties and come up with resistance ratings for all these parents and selections. And we use that information then going forward in selection and Very importantly we use that information in choosing the parents that are going to be used to produce the next generation. One other aspect we evaluate is what we call heritability. What's the tendency or likelihood of a parent passing along resistance to its progeny or offspring? So what portion of that offspring is going to end up having resistance? So these are all the kinds of information we put together to try to come up with a a way to manage disease through developing resistant varieties. Field tests, even greenhouse tests, are costly in terms of space and time and they tend to be erratic. Variable environmental conditions can affect the outcome and make it problematic to get good ratings. So we've looked into this new technology to come up with what are called molecular markers for disease resistance. So resistance within the plants is controlled by genes. These genes are DNA and this DNA we can find perhaps sections of DNA nearby that we can detect. And if we can find these markers that are closely associated with these resistance genes, then we can have a tool that we can actually use to screen parents or, or progeny for determine if they have disease resistance without the need for a field test. So we're doing this work from developing molecular markers on a number of our diseases. The one we've uh, been working on the longest is this brown rust. Actually, we're using a marker, that was the first marker ever developed by the French for a resistance gene to brown rust. And we're using that marker to evaluate our material and increase its frequency. But we're also looking for additional genes for resistance and markers out of one of our varieties, L99233, it has a very interesting form of resistance called quantitative resistance that may be more durable. And that's been the problem with our resistance to rust. It doesn't last, the pathogen overcomes it in the field. So if we could come up with markers, to this resistance and combine that with the, what the French came up with their marker, we think we can come up with very effective and durable resistance to brown rust and really turn the tables on that disease. We are working through other diseases. Leaf scald, we're actually the furthest along in this process. We're actually moving from a developmental to an application stage. We think we've got three markers that can be used to screen for resistance to leaf scald. With smut and mosaic, well with smut we're looking at field inoculations of large populations, biparental populations, so which ones have resistance and which don't, and then how well associated that is with some DNA markers. Same thing with mosaic, we're using our greenhouse inoculation results to be able to hopefully come up with the markers that are useful for predicting and identifying resistance. So we're putting all this together to a kind of a comprehensive approach now to to try to come up with a way to develop resistant varieties going forward in our uh, new, improved varieties that will be resistant to multiple diseases. So, we joke about in the breeding program what's the top priority for the industry? Well, what would be number one for the industry? Yield. Okay. What would be number two? Yield. Number three? Yield. So that's about the size of it, but where does yield come from? It's not just sugar and tonnage, also the diseases take a bite. So it all kind of comes together in a package, and uh, we we think that uh, we're on track. We have a comprehensive program, and disease resistance development is certainly a part of that, and we hope that we're going to continue to produce disease resistant varieties. So that's just a little bit of explanation of how we go about this process, and that's kind of what I wanted to cover today. So in concluding, I just say, well, thank you, and I hope I'll see you here in the field next year.